Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Defining Truth, Episode 6. We have quite a lineup today. A lot going on from President Donald Trump being indicted by a leftist grand jury in Manhattan to local school board fighting CRT and how the insane Marxists have come out against them. Um, man, we got a lot going on. Brandon, run us through what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about the uh, formerly conservative pastor who went woke during the mm. uh, Temecula Valley Unified School District CRT workshop, which we talked about last week. Never a good thing. Yeah, that's gained national attention. And then uh, Donald Trump indicted by Manhattan Grand Jury <laughs> on more than 30 counts related to business fraud. Uh, thank you for securing the election for Donald Trump. And then a uh, little bit more serious, talk about the Nashville shooting and uh, move into the protesters that stormed the Tennessee Capitol demanding gun control. Sounds a little bit like an insurrection to me. But let's start off with uh, Pastor Brian Hawkins, who is formerly a Republican candidate for Congress in California, most recently in 2022. I believe he ran before that as well, out in the district against Democrat Raul Ruiz. Mm. Hawkins raised over half a million dollars in his campaign for 2022 and has now suddenly flipped sides, which makes his congressional run seem like nothing more uh, than a grift for personal gain. Hawkins now finds himself in the middle of a controversy over what happened between an adult and a student at a recent Temecula Valley Unified School District CRT workshop. Which we attended. Which we We attended, and we talked about last week. We were there. Hawkins claims that uh, the alleged white adult male in the video, quote, standing over a small child, at which point he jumps in, him being Hawkins jumps in and pulls the child back and and yells at the guy that this is a child. Uh, And I think when you see the entire video, it's (laughs) more than clear that the young black student who was on the other side of the room from the alleged male comes from across the room, steps in in front of him, puts his puts her hands on him. And uh, he was engaging with another adult. He looks at her for all of two seconds to say, don't touch me, and then continues speaking to the other adult. So a week ago, uh, Brian Hawkins posted a picture of himself wearing a Black Panther hoodie uh, with a quote from uh, from Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall, the first black U.S. Supreme Court justice about racism. And uh, Hawkins says that he supports, quote, the youth and believes that people do not really understand CRT. I think that's true. I just think he's got it backwards about who doesn't understand CRT. I think the bottom line is that Hawkins, uh, at this point, he's a fraud. He duped a lot of people. Uh, The firm that I was previously at raised money for his congressional race. As a Republican. As a Republican. I just got off the phone with a a friend of mine who uh, lives out in that district, she let me know that he's now registered as a Democrat and uh, has gone on and started talking about reparations on Facebook. The bottom line is he's a fraud, and yeah. really he just supports whoever or whatever he thinks will advance well, his and own ca- California, personal Well, California has a problem with this. We, 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 you know, for a moment we talked about I mean, how many people just recently you have Nathan Fletcher in San Diego who is now resigned in disgrace. Uh, again, a guy who went around, raised a bunch of money as a quote-unquote conservative and a Republican. Now he's a Democrat, right? Um, and I don't really think this is, you know, Marxist mind poison that, that, uh, you know, the virus that infects and creates mental illness. Um, I think these people were never conservative in the first place. So who are, who are the other ones we mentioned though? There's Nathan Fletcher. There's, um, Brian Manshine, Manshine who, you know, there's been a number parties. of them. And, and the thing about <clears throat> Hawkins too, that really is, uh, 
kind of discerning is he ran his whole congressional race as Pastor Brian Hawkins. Mm. And it says that he's a pastor. And, uh, again, the, the friend of mine that I talked to out in the desert, he hasn't pastored a church in a while. He actually lost his church from what she told me. Um, so I want to go ahead and take a look at a video that was put together by um, another pundit, Officer, officer Tatum, uh, that really shows – what Hawkins is lying about and saying happened according to him at this CRT event. And again, we were there. We, we, we saw the truth. Yeah, so let me, let me set the stage again for those listening. Um, we're going to play the video. You can watch it on YouTube. But if you're listening, here's the, here's the, the stage. We were at a school board hosted panel on CRT. They brought in some highly intelligent uh, individuals um, to provide an academic counter argument to CRT and why it was bad at this school board meeting. The room was absolutely packed in the back of the room. There's a bunch of students uh, with these Marxist signs and super racist, you know, left-wing propaganda, typical stuff. This guy Hawkins, the guy that we're talking about who formerly ran as a Republican, he shows up at this meeting uh, wearing this black Panther t-shirt and he, he inserts himself so at one point, you're going to see the video. This little girl runs up to this guy, this white guy, and she gets in his face. She puts her cell phone on his chest and pokes him. And he, for all of like two seconds, looks down at her and says, get your hands off me or don't touch me or something like that. And then immediately goes back to who he was talking to, an adult, uh, over this little girl. And the guy's like, I don't know, he seems tall. He's like 6'3 or 6'4 or something. And that was the entire, that's it, Right. And so, we saw this girl go up to several people throughout yeah. the night, including a school board member on the dais. Extremely disrespectful, going up, yelling in, all, all encouraged by these crazy leftist teachers, too. So, okay, so that's what actually happened. We were there. We're eyewitnesses. There's, there's now, as you're going to see, there's a video that corroborates this. But so this guy Hawkins, this former Republican, now Democrat, left-wing, woke guy, he goes on some show I've never heard of. And he, 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 like, virtue signals about how he prevented, you know, this little girl from being harmed by this white male. I mean, let's be clear. He just completely made this up. Yeah, he lied. He lied. And the left is so, like, slobbery hungry for, for these crazy stories that they don't do any vetting. There's no good journalism. They don't verify. There's nothing true about what he's now alleging. All it did was it... it, it added to the propaganda that sought to discredit what the school board is doing because, let's be honest, this is a war. This is a cold war in this country, uh, left and right, and the left is unabashedly waging war on conservative values in this country and on America itself. They hate America. They hate conservatives. They hate our values, and they really don't know any boundaries. They just lie all the time. They lie about uh, gun violence, as we're going to get into later. They lie about you know their narrative. It's just a disgusting Marxist lie through and through, which, by the way, side note, is why it's important to stand up and uh, speak truth. Okay, so that's the setting. Let's let's watch this clip of this guy, Brian Hawkins, um, talking about it. In a moment, I looked yeah. to my left, and all I saw was a tall man, white. Mm-hmm. We so this it, is Hawkins you know, here to talking, for understanding purpose, on standing over this there. small child. Now, the young lady, she's about 4'11", maybe 5 feet at best. This gentleman is actually taller than myself, and I'm 6'2", standing over her. And at that moment, I immediately rushed right, pause over for a second? to uh, grab and pull uh, Tatum her back. Tatum is going to give his opinion, which I think is great. But I want to I point out, if you're listening, 
in, in the background here, they show a very selective clip of this little girl, uh, you know, harassing this taller guy. And so Hawkins here is, is just straight up lying. In, and he does two things. He makes it about size and physical stature. And the second thing is he makes it about skin color, which is absolutely abhorrent. Yeah, right? The reality is, is nobody there that was against CRT really cared about the children other than the fact that they were being disruptive in the back and that they need to get a proper education. It, right. this, was an, this was a conversation between two adults. And and he's he's just lying about it. So yeah, he's completely lying. So okay, keep keep rolling this. And if this is a child, now they're yelling place. back and forth at each so, other. So there was nothing going through my mind other than there was a child here, a young black female, and I wanted to make sure that she knew she wasn't by herself. <laughs> sure. She wasn't she by, herself. by herself. Hold on, go back. I want you. She's with like a hundred Marxists led by teachers who hate America. Yeah. She's not by herself. So let's let's show the clip of uh, of what actually happened, and I think it'll be more than clear what the truth is. So what we're going to show now is, um, as Officer Tatum here points out, this is the unedited video footage, right? And this is why uh, liability and video coverage sometimes is so important. And we learned this lesson in law enforcement a long time ago that more often than not, video evidence dispels. 99% of people's lies and complaints because um, the video tells the truth. So so here's what really happened. And what you're going to see, again, if you're listening and you can't see it, is the same white guy talking to an adult. And the little girl runs up, gets in his chest, puts her phone on his chest. He looks down for like two seconds, says, get away from me, and then continues. That's it. That's the entirety of the incident that this guy Hawkins is virtue signaling about on this other show that no one's ever heard of. And he's like, I just had to protect this little girl. And that's, that's it. Okay, so if you're watching or on, on uh, YouTube, go ahead and, and uh, roll this clip. Watch this. Is in question. The white man. Here's the black girl wearing an African flag that is in question. A Black Panther flag. I don't know. These could be some African country color or something. But she's wearing this flag and the white man is here. She right here, he minding his business. She ain't even looking in this direction. Now he's talking to somebody over here. He told somebody to shut up. That's all you hear him say. Watch this. Watch the girl come around. He told him, he told him to go back to his country. That's it. That man ain't looked at that girl for two. By the time Hawkins jumps in, uh, a school staffer or somebody had already, already like, there. had already moved yeah. the girl like away and said, you know, back up. I, I just want to point out if if you are out there and you're, uh, you know, you have this this Marxist ideology. Here's another idea: Stop sending your little children to fight your wars, right? What business? These are these are the majority of these Marxists in the back are holding all these, you know, leftist propaganda signs. Are children? They should have been home studying their homework, but instead they're following a false narrative premised on absolute lies about a systemic racist problem that does not exist factually. And as we pointed out in last week's show, none of these people stayed around to hear the panel. So all of the data, all of the facts that dispelled what they were there to protest, they didn't want to hear it. They literally put their fingers in their ears and left as soon as the academics began their presentation. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Wild. So we'll uh, 
it, it's sad to see Brian Hawkins go woke, but uh, best of luck to him and his Marxist ideology, I guess. Let's move into uh, well. Let's let's let me let me wrap up just one thing before we move on. The, the point of this, you know, broader or like nationally. Here's the point: the left does this all the time. You really can't trust anything they say. This is this this, this group here didn't learn this from you know their local school board. They learned this from CNN, from MSNBC, from you know the previous owners of Twitter, Facebook, social media, etc. The the mass propaganda. Their teachers that were also there. Yeah. The mass propaganda is nothing new. It's right out of a Marxist playbook. They lie to people. As evidence from just this recent week, we've had just a flood of super angry leftists commenting on our social media platforms. And, and it's really sad because what I hear people commenting, it's all lies. But they really believe it. And that's why it's dangerous. Because the left drives people to... To be true believers in things that are based on lies, and and when you really believe that your you know your enemy is Hitler or something like that, then there's really no bounds to which they're willing to be driven, and that's so dangerous. And that's why you see what's what's happening in our country right now, because the left, what started as political dirt slinging, the the peons at the lower level, they actually believed all the propaganda. And so now they're like, well, we got to go to war because Republicans are this and that. And literally nothing that they say is true. It's all a lie. And these little kids are evidence of that. They're all in the back screaming, shouting, acting extremely disrespectful. And even on top of all of the evidence and the facts and the, and the video proof here of this particular incident, which is a total lie, you still have left-wing communication platforms pushing a narrative that only suits their end goal. They're totally lying and they're, they're unashamed. They don't care. They're presenting something that's false because it encourages the base and it pushes the party platform forward. They are all about party over country. If there's any question before, that's, that's done now. Democrats are about party over country and it's a very, very dangerous Marxist place to be. All right. The left is the most, is the most <clears throat> religious group of people on the face of the planet, probably. Mm. And, uh, Another example of this is going to be the next thing we're talking about, which is uh, that Donald Trump, former president of the United States, has been <clears throat> indicted by a Manhattan grand jury on more than 30 counts related to business fraud. So uh, in an indictment from a grand jury, he's facing more than 30 counts related to business fraud, according to two sources familiar with the case. The first time in American history that a current or former president has faced criminal charges. Trump is expected to appear on court in court on Tuesday. The indictment has been filed under seal and will be announced in the coming days. The charges are not publicly known at this time. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has been investigating the former president in connection with his alleged role in a hush money payment scheme and cover-up involving adult, adult film star uh, Stormy Daniels that dates to the 2016 presidential election. The grand jury proceedings are secret, but a source familiar with the case told CNN that a witness gave about 30 minutes of testimony before they voted to indict Trump. Thank you for securing the uh, 2024 election for Seriously. <laughs> former President Trump. My goodness. Talk about making a martyr out of someone, right? Even if you weren't uh, um, a Trump fan, you probably will be now. This is this is going to have a reverberating effect across the country as the left adopts this fully anti-American treasonous perspective of weaponizing our own public institutions to go after political opponents. And the, the, the disrespect of doing this 
to a you know former uh, president of the United States over a technicality. You know, I you can look into it more, but if, if you're listening out there, the crux of this indictment is based on wording on a paper report. It's like I forget the exact thing, um, and we'll have to follow up on this as I'm sure we'll continue to cover. But it was over the wording expense or legal fee or something. That's what it yeah. is. Look, I, I, I spent. It's a not lot- the fact that he did or did not give her the money. It, it's it, whoever worked for him didn't file it properly. So right. now he's going to go to jail. Yeah, and they're going to indict a press. How embarrassing for our country globally that we've allowed Marxists to infiltrate our our um, government so deeply. Well, it's because they hate him so much they don't know what else to do. <laughs> I know. There's just so much. I know. There's just so much hate behind him. And and I have to be honest, I was I was kind of on the bandwagon a few months ago, like, okay, we voted for Trump twice, time to move on. No. I, I'm gonna vote for this guy a third time, as long as it takes, because I <laughs> the left they they won't give up. They, it's it's not enough that he's not president anymore. Now they have to send him to jail and it's just it's Well, and ridiculous. everything they said has been a lie. I mean, um according to uh what is this, time Time.com, I was looking at how much money they spent on the um, Russia hoax, collusion hoax, right? So according to Mueller, they spent $12,287,000 investigating Trump. And all to say what? Zero evidence. Zero. The Republicans didn't say that. The Democrats said that. Yeah. After spending $12,000,000. 287,000 taxpayer dollars. And by the way, that's 7.3 million on salaries and benefits, 1.3 million on travel, 2.2 million on rent and utilities. And in the most recent of three expense reports, Mueller's uh, special counsel office said that it spent $15,000 on printing and copying needs to prove that, uh, you know, Trump colluded with Russia. Even though, even though, right? We, we we have Hillary Clinton, which generated the the dossier, the the fake fake news to use a Trumpism here. <laughs> it was all fake, and and I mean, talk about somebody that belongs in jail, right? Like, listen, I I spent uh, you know for those of you listening, I spent many years um, in law enforcement. Yeah, this some, is right up your alley. Some of those as a special agent working for the Diplomatic Security Service at the U.S. State Department. Now, we had a, you know, a variety of roles there at State Department and different things that we did and investigated, but essentially there was three components. We did protective operations and facilities overseas. We did diplomatic security and close protection for visiting foreign dignitaries, uh, major events, and uh, things like the Secretary of State and Ambassador to the UN. And we also did federal investigations, mainly tied to visa and passport and identity documents that, you know, led to national security issues, but a lot of that involved financial cases. And the, the point is I worked with a bunch of federal investigations. Okay. I've had to, you know, ask for a warrant and present the information and do the due diligence and the research and everything. I'm telling you right now, I, I read up a little bit, just a cursory overview of this quote unquote indictment out of Manhattan against former president Trump. This is a clown show. If any agent and anybody out there listening, you know, this is true. If any of you tried to go to a judge and get a warrant over a technicality in wording, a misdemeanor on a paper document related to taxes, you would be laughed out of that office. 
Your special agent in charge wouldn't let you anywhere near a federal judge until you proved that you had a brain. So, you know, maybe the public doesn't know or they suspect, but any anybody in the know, we know fully well that this is a politically motivated stunt and that the Democrats have weaponized the power of the courts yeah, the to district crush attorney their was, political opponents. The district attorney was funded by George Soros. Go figure. As many as too many are nowadays. So that that gives you all the political motivation that uh, you need to know right there. Well, and he doesn't have a problem, you know, um, letting all kinds of criminals out of jail and going after cops. And it's it's all pro-crime, pro-crime, pro-crime until it comes to a paper technicality with the former president. And you're going to indict him for what? It, it, you know, we we were we were trying to figure this out. It's like, do they do they want to incite a reaction from someone? I, I don't really know what their end goal is. Whatever it is, it's definitely going to fail. Yeah, because if they really sat back and thought about it, they they would figure out that this is this is going to end well for Trump. Just like the Russia hoax, just like the attempt at impeaching. I mean, it's it's <laughs> I this is going to get him elected in my opinion. Um there's just no doubt about it. Well, and how about the fact that this case was was dismissed previously? Mm-hmm. Right? It was already investigated by the FEC. It was already investigated by the same uh, DA's office in Manhattan, and they dismissed it. There wasn't anything there. Now, all of a sudden, as we're approaching a new election cycle, now it's back. It's so important. You know what? The, this technicality and this word, this line in this one document out of thousands is, is so important that you have to indict and, and literally nationally and, and internationally embarrass our country. Yeah, talking about making us look weak to to adversaries like Russia and China and Iran. I mean, they're just they're sitting back laughing at this. But like Trump said, from the moment he came down the the golden escalators, they've been trying to to arrest him, indict him, make him go away. And if they were smart with somebody like who has a personality like Trump does, if they would just stop talking about him, he might have gone away. But they keep making him relevant and and it, it's going to lead to him. He's definitely going to still run, uh, and he's and he's probably going to win. So, well, how about how about the fact that you know even Stormy Daniels herself, and and you can look this up. It's all over the internet. Um, yeah, didn't she say that she didn't get paid? Yeah, she 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 has a signed uh, document that um, that says she was not paid any hush money. And um, I don't know. Look, what, what's so what's so funny to me is I, I'm not here to de- to defend whether or not. You know, there's shady things that happen. That's not the point. This is bigger than that. This isn't about Donald Trump. This is about America versus Marxists and communists. And people need to wake up. This is a war right now, and we are in the pre-stages of a serious civil conflict where the left has fully adopted America's enemies' ideology. Fully adopted it. The Democrats have stopped being American a long time ago. Everybody knows that. They know that. I'm sorry, but... It takes two seconds with some facts and some rational thought, and you will not be a Democrat anymore. It's common sense. The left has fully weaponized a political party in the United States to destroy our country. They, they, they obviously want to usher in a new era of, of some you know neo-Marxist globalism, whatever you want to call it. And that is what this is about. It's not about Trump. If you want to, I mean, these people are, 
Talk about hypocrisy, right? You want to go over Trump about paying people? Let's talk the Clintons, right? Yeah. Let's talk House of Cards. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk uh, the Biden family. Yeah. D- d- one of the most skeevy criminal entities, you know, in D.C. in, in modern times. But you're going to go after – this isn't about Trump. They can throw rocks at each other all day. You know, I think the American people are over it. I don't care. That's not what it's about. I, I've said this before. At this point, this would be like – this would be like the Nazis, right, uh, coming up with some information on some famous American general, you know, uh, MacArthur, and and um, and being like, you know, we know MacArthur did something shady back in, uh, you know, back in America before you guys hit Normandy, and you know, you'd be like, okay, and so what? Like right now, it's it's America versus the Nazis. We're not. I don't care if you come up with some minute dirt thing. Yes, yes, uh, things should be investigated, and uh, they are. But there's no fairness. There's no equality here. Um, there's a lot of people on the left that should be in jail. And now we're approaching a over millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. This is uh, over a hundred and uh, allegedly a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> and that's not even what it's about. That's that's why I wanted to clarify because if you read the headlines, it does say you know that this is about hush money, but that's not what the actual indictment's about. Look it up. Search the indictment. What it's actually about. What's the misdemeanor? The misdemeanor is how the funds were categorized. It was either legal fee or consultation or something like that. That's the faux pas. And, and I, dude, well, like you said, I, I don't know what they think they're going to get out of this, but they've, they've literally solidified Trump's victory now. He will be the next president once Ice Cream Biden leaves office. Yeah. Speaking of Ice Cream Biden, let's talk about uh... – the Nashville shooting earlier this week, a 28-year-old uh, transgender from Nashville fatally shot three children and three adults on Monday at a private Christian elementary school, officials said. Leaving behind writings and detailed maps of the school and its security protocols, the shooter was a 28-year-old biological woman uh, who identified as a man. And after a search of her home, turned up detailed maps of the school, including entry points and a manifesto, according to Nashville uh, Police Chief John Drake, uh, police said the shooter boarded plans to target another school in the area as it had too much security. And uh, just minutes before the massacre, the shooter sent a friend a uh, chilling suicide note, writing her, uh, quote, I'm planning to die today, unquote. And uh, just to talk a little bit about the makeup usually of mass shooters. So women usually make up uh, just about 2% of mass shooters across the country, according to the Violence Project database. And Monday's shooter is just the fifth female mass shooter in U.S. history. But we'll talk about why uh, why likely she committed this act. The shooter was wielding uh, two assault-style assault rifles and a pistol during the rampage and was killed by responding officers, uh, heroes, when they found her on the second floor of the school. So let's, let's talk about, uh, well, this in general, but... Let's focus on why a woman, in her case, would probably do this. So let's let's just start off and say how horrifying this is. And my heart really goes out to um, the families affected by this. The loss of those children and the adults is just something unbearable. I, I just can't even imagine having yeah, it's to hard deal to talk with this. About. It's hard to talk about. It's so disgusting, as are any of these... Um, Murders, uh, mass shootings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I think next up on most disgusting after the shooter is the left's capitalizing on innocent deaths for their political agenda. 
I'm getting really sick of this. Um, it's like they're chomping at the bit for a murder to occur so that they can push forward their agenda of disarming the American people. I've seen some of the most ignorant opinions I've ever seen in my life uh, this week after this shooting occurred. Um, and and there's, two, there's two things I want to highlight. One, how disgusting it is that they immediately press their gun-grabbing agenda, even though this literally has nothing to do with guns. It has to do with the people that are holding the guns. You have to be really... Uh, uh, this is, this makes me so angry, but you, you have to be really, really dumb to think that a gun does anything in of itself outside of the human being behind it. And then, you know, the next, uh, kickback to that is like, Oh, well, you know, if they didn't have access, it's like, okay, first of all, it's super hard to get a gun already. Um, I saw some idiot out there commented that it's easier to get a fishing license than a gun. And I'm like, what world do you live in? Right, I mean, you, 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 and I, right? We we're, we're waiting to get uh, our CCWs out here for months, months, six months, months. We've been waiting. Yeah, um, we had to wait ten days when we purchased the firearm. Okay, but that's that's neither here nor there, right? Because that's that's just they're manipulating data to push their gun agenda. Because we don't have some mass proliferation of weapons in the last six months. We have the same amount of guns that we had, you know, six months ago. So the guns were always here. In fact, guns have been in America for a long time. So what changed? This is what you need to ask your crazy Marxist friends who are looking to disarm the American people. Ask them what changed. It wasn't the guns. The guns have been here for a long time. What happened in but, our culture? But, but now they're big, scary guns. No, they that's, look scary. And that's not even true because we looked at the Pew Research data this morning on gun violence, right? So you have this massive increase in gun deaths um, uh, in uh, – was it uh, 2022? Let me let me correct myself here. Yes. Okay. So just looking over the data from this Pew Research study on gun violence, uh, right off the bat, okay, 54%, 54%, that's over half of this massive increase are suicides. Suicides. So we have a mental health epidemic in this country, just like we do with the transgender movement, mental illness that the left is encouraging. So tell them to shut up about guns for a minute. Let's talk about what's causing people to commit these horrible acts. It's people. We have an epidemic of mental illness. If it's not a gun, it'll be a rock or a knife. Look up your data in mass killings in China. You have people running through crowds of people with kitchen knives, stabbing 20, 30 people at a time. It's mental illness. It's behavioral it's hatred and emotions that are driving people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. That is what has changed in this country. Not the existence of guns, but let's look at the data. 54% are suicides. Uh, 43% is categorized as murder and 3% as other. Um, murder, okay, that's everything from these incidents like what we had in Nashville to all of the gang violence and violent crime that's happening throughout mostly leftist Democrat-controlled cities in this country. So their argument is so cyclical because what they're saying is, well, we're going we're gonna to go after cops. We hate police. We're going to let criminals out of jail. And when they commit crimes, we're going to blame you for them having guns. So they bolster their own argument. This is Marxism. This is an assault on the American people, our way of life, and our country. This is insane. We have allowed a political party, the Democrats, to create 
situations culturally to propagate mental illness, to propagate crime, which then kills people, which then they use to justify their political agenda of disarming the American people and power grabs, right? It's all about consolidating power as we talk about all the time. So next time somebody says, you know, like, well, guns are the number one killer of young people. It overtook uh, vehicular accidents this year. It's like, well, why do you think that is? The guns were always there. Are the guns getting up and animating themselves? Are they spirit guns? Are they walking around and doing things without a, without a hand behind them? No. It's people committing these crimes. People are doing it. But here's the issue. The left has dispelled the notion of right and wrong. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in a uh, standard of morality outside of themselves. So when you dispel the idea that there's such a thing as right or wrong or that you'll be held accountable someday, then it's very difficult for you to put the blame on a person because you think that all behavior is atmospheric, right? It's circumstantial. It's, oh, well, something happened to you. That's why you would do that because they don't believe in evil. See, we believe that evil exists. There's very, very evil people in the world that do evil things to children, evil things to um, other human beings. But when you don't believe that, you don't have any reason to explain why this, uh, your, your political ideology is causing all this insanity, right? So instead of learning their lesson and saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't encourage you know, the trans movement, which is leading to mass suicide rates and, and, and horrific suffering. Instead, they say, uh, it must be the gun's fault. That's what it is. So just give us a little more power. Let the government have more power. Give us your guns. Give us your children. Give us your education system. We, we need all the power so that government can replace God in America. That's the real agenda here. That is what's on the table. And this is why I get so fired up about Christians and churches, for example, who don't want to be involved in politics and in civic duty because yeah. they are literally relinquishing their role in holding the banner of what truth is and what morality is, and they're giving it to the devil. They've taken a step back and are now reaping what they've sown. The, 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 Nashville is just another example of the epidemic of mental health and immorality, the cultural decline of this country. Nothing changed. There's no more guns right now than there was six months ago. So the second part of that is, uh, you know, first it's the gun grab. The second part is, they do the exact same thing they did with, with this guy Hawkins that we talked about. They lie and they cover the story, mm -hmm. right? We read an article today, MSNBC is not allowing their reporters to use the word transgender when talking about the Nashville shooter. Mm -hmm. Why? Why not? Oh, they don't want you to know? And then to double down on this disgusting insanity, you have the White House press secretary she goes on and says, well, you know, trans people are under attack and they, they feel threatened when you take their freedoms. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what about the freedom of the, the six what? people that died in How this mass shooting? How are you going to say that? How are you going to go uh, from the office of the president and tell America that it's, it's somehow our fault because the trannies aren't supported enough? I just, I, these people blow my mind and, and how they capitalize on the bodies of dead children is so abhorrent and shameful. It's disgusting. And, and I really think that as, this has only gotten worse and worse, right? And we're going to talk about in a minute how they go from that to then fully weaponizing government institutions um, to go after their political opponents. Look, now is the time for the GOP uh, and, and um, you know, the CRP here in California you have to wake up and get involved in the culture war. You have to care. 
Right now, the current uh, method of selecting candidates that we back is based on how much money they have in their pocket. Everybody knows that. Any consultant will tell you that. And maybe that worked, you know, 50 years ago. But the truth is we're in a war for our existence right now. And somebody has to care beyond the dollar. We have to get candidates to run. And I'm talking all levels, not just Congress or, or you know, state assembly. I'm talking school boards like we've seen here. I'm talking city council. Everywhere that you can have an impact because it matters. As it is right now, we're in the state of affairs that we're in because the squeaky wheel gets the oil. The left is out there. They're coordinating protests. It's, I mean, it's all lies. Everything they say is a lie, but they're the only ones that show up. Conservatives are busy going to our jobs and working and paying taxes. So, you know, for everyone, there comes a time when you need to ante up and kick in. I've said that before on the show. We'll say it today. Now is the time to wake up and get involved. Here's your call to action. Run for something. Speak the truth, no matter where you're at. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't cower to the left. We see that a lot, right? Nobody wants to, everybody wants to tiptoe around the fact. Like, arm yourself with facts and truth and go out there and stand for it. You know, if you're a guy, be a man. If you're a woman, be a strong woman. Defend what you know to be true. Because, as they say, right, if you stand for everything, you fall for everything. How does that go? If you stand for nothing, you fall for everything or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so true. If you, don't stand, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And really, the action item is even simpler than that. I'm, most people don't even vote. Just, just simply start by voting, right? You, don't, you know, not everybody can run for office or, or, you know, knock on doors. Just show up two days every two years on a primary in general, election day, and just vote. Because if you don't vote, you surrender to those who do. We've said that before, too. That's why the left, because like you just stated, conservatives are busy going to work, raising families, you know, whatever. Take 30 minutes out of your day twice every two years and vote and, and know who you're voting for because it's clear, like we talked about earlier with, with Brian Hawkins, we need to do a little bit more research than just an R or D next to your name. And in school boards and city councils, sometimes you don't even have that. Or when you're voting for judges, there's no R or D next to your name on a judge. So yeah. we really need to be careful about who we're voting for, who we're supporting, who we're putting our money behind. <clears throat> Um, or we're we're gonna lose our country, and you need to show up once in a while. Okay, I, I'm I'm so tired of uh, like this CRT panel we went to. Right, uh, there were some conservatives there sitting down. Yeah, Most, you, mostly older. You have this organized group of leftists that show up with all kinds of signs and Marxist craziness. It's like they prepared for that. Yeah, they were there to fight for their religious cause, the cause of you know the worship of government, and they show up all the time. And here's what I would tell you. Um, you don't get to separate yourself from this. This is your country. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you have a role and responsibility. I think we, we, we made the example before, too, about, like, Germany, right? I'm sure there was a lot of regular German people that either didn't care about politics or didn't know who Hitler was, but their apathy allowed them to take power, and then they all paid the consequences, right? Millions of dead Germans, the loss of their country, and, you know, the stain on world history of what their government did. So... What I would encourage you to do is show up to some of these events. You know, stop being lazy. Show yeah. up and see for yourself. So it's more than an Instagram post. It's more than, you know, some clip on the news. Go and see for yourself the erratic insanity of leftism. 
as it plays out in your schools, in your council meetings, you got to show up. And we need to show up every single time. Yeah, because the reality is, is you can show up to watch a football game. You can show up to go play around a golf or go to the bar. Why can you not show up when your country is on the line? It's time to it's time to ante up. And and and, and for the Christians out there, I would say you know you, you don't want to be in politics. How about you know the commandment that you love your neighbor as yourself? How about you love people enough to to care? to show up and have a say in things that affect our children, our schools, our nation. You know, some of us who have been in, um, in combat, we will forever carry with us the, the, the atmosphere of uh, combat operations, of a, of a nation or a country that's, that's been decimated, no infrastructure, death lingers heavy in the air. We carry that with us for the rest of our lives. And these are the pre-stages where this, these are the things that happen politically. It starts in politics, right? The nation devolves long before it goes into war. There were many, many opportunities. I'm sure you would, you would find the same if you researched Ukraine, any uh, Eastern European country in recent conflicts, same thing in the Middle East. You see opportunities to get involved and control the insanity, but, no, but most people don't. They wait until the crazies take it to a point that things blow up or your economy crashes or your water's poisoned by chemical train derailments or, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on. And then it's too late. And then everybody's mad. It's like, oh, how did this happen to me? Oh, it's politicians. It's like, you know what? Stop. Politicians are just people. They're Americans just like you and I who decide to, you know, try to make a difference and get involved. So instead of complaining about how much you hate politicians, go out and run for something. Take charge and run and do it as the founders intended. Don't stay there for 20 or 30 years, right? Be a productive member of your society, lead people, get in, run, you know, hold office for a minute and then leave, move, it, on, it, yeah. move on, go back to your job. We need more people involved right now. The only people involved in things like this are the crazy Marxists and we're paying the price for that. All right. So to wrap it up, um, we're moving on to this, um, protesters storming the Tennessee Capitol. It, it, it ties into what we're talking about because every time there's a shooting like what happened in Nashville, the <clears> Democrats, <throat> to their shame, uh, they, they, they use the bodies of dead, innocent victims to propagate their political agenda every single time. And they do it unashamed, right? Um, we saw in wake of the shooting, almost right after, there was a prolific social media communications all over the place, calling for trans day of vengeance. Stop trans genocide. April 1st, by the way, is when they're calling for that one particular group. Trans day of vengeance. So it's like, not only are they saying, you know, we're going to take your guns, but they're justifying what this mentally ill person did by saying, well, you should have allowed us to, you know, do whatever we want. It's your fault. Uh, this one, um, this post on Instagram, Truth Bombs 916 USA, that posted this trans rights day of vengeance thing. It shows a, uh, it shows a transgender, uh, whatever they are. I think it's a dude dressed like a girl with an AR rifle loading it and popping rounds out of the chamber. And then on the side, they wrote, when you give them an inch and they take the whole effing mile. These people are borderline psycho. They are not mentally capable of owning a firearm. I, I just, and then, you know, I thought, well, that's maybe some fringe thing way out there in the middle of nowhere, right? I was like, how mainstream is that? And then right after, we saw the White House press secretary 
literally saying the same thing to America. And then Biden, Biden tops it off, right? Saying, um, and I'm going to read the quote so I don't uh, mess it up. He said that transgender, what is it, represents the soul of America. I'm, I'm sorry. So a, a, a transgender mentally ill person goes in, murders some children and adults. By the way, it's a hate crime. They went to a church to do this. That's no accident. They murder these Christians and these children. And then the president of the United States, in wake of this horrific act, goes on national television or wherever he said it and says, transgenderism represents the soul of America. That's the soul of America? So so to, to, to continue and wrap this up, so let's look at what happened in Nashville, right? So in wake of this, again, never, never, never miss a good opportunity to exploit a tragedy. Um, do you have a video of this, or is it just the the news story? No, I don't have a video. Okay, well, go read read that uh, read that part there that you had prepped. Yeah, so protesters stormed Tennessee Capitol demanding gun control. A group of around four hundred people rushed into the Tennessee State Capitol building in Nashville on Thursday morning to protest protest <clears throat> for stricter gun laws following the mass shooting at the Covenant Covenant School earlier this week. Um. So there was around 500 protesters that gathered at 8 a.m. local time before a large group of them moved into the Capitol building, carrying signs and shouting, quote, no action, no peace, the whole, you know, no justice, no peace. And what do we want? Gun control. When do we want it? Now. So there was footage, which we don't have, uh, but there was footage from inside the Capitol that showed uh, Tennessee state troopers holding back a large crowd of angry protesters as they attempted to reach the lawmakers. It sounds like they were in session. So it's, uh, it's ironic to me that, uh, January 6th, which has now turned out to be a complete and total lie, uh, was such a big deal for the last two years. But then now suddenly it's okay to storm the Tennessee state capitol because they're doing it? It's so hypocritical. It didn't just happen in Tennessee. It also happened in Kentucky. They're calling for it everywhere. Fights broke out in, in the Texas capitol over trans activists, viral, whatever. This is four days ago. 23 hours ago, pro trans Kentucky protesters arrested, swarming state capitol. Yeah, literally. So as as a Buffalo guy, whatever that dude is, you know, from Gen 6, gets released this week after video surfaces of him being literally just walked around by Capitol Police, right? It was such an insurrection. And um, in wake of that now, you have these kids that are murdered by a transgender person and now they take to the capitals and they, they walk in, they disrupt meetings. And, and what are they screaming about? I, I'm sorry, are you there to take our guns or is it for, the, is it for your right to mutilate your body and, and, and abuse, sexually abuse our children in schools? I mean, this is the manifestation of evil. It really is. It, it really is evil. You know, and this week we pointed out something really interesting, how every time in the Bible when it's talking about demons or demon-possessed people, they're always referring to themselves. The demons are always referring to themselves as they and them because there's like multiple entities, right? I, I don't think that that's a coincidence. All the they-thems taking out in the streets and screaming like lunatics and wanting to sexually abuse our children is just insane. This week we watched, uh, we might cover it next week, but did you see the the drag show with the little boy that they have dressed up like a little girl? I forget his name. He's like yeah. 10 years old. And there's a grown adult man walking him on a leash as he like sexually dances for a crowd of adults. That's that's Democrats. That's America. 
That's it, it's, uh, what it's Joe Biden now. said is the soul of America. I was watching, it was opening day yesterday for Major League Baseball. I was watching a baseball game, and suddenly there's a, uh, I was think I was watching whatever the first game was on. It was the Yankees versus uh, whoever they were playing, the Giants. So it was uh, the Yankees Network, New York TV, and there's a commercial. This woman gets on and says, my family supports our transgender son. And he's like six. And it's like this whole organization jail. is like, I mean, in jail, no question. But it's like, I, I, I can't even watch a baseball game now without like having to hear this transgender trash. Like your child is six years old. He doesn't know what he wants to be. Most of them, like you said a million times, most of them want to be dinosaurs and it's being pushed by, you know, cable TV, it's, it's disgusting. I've literally investigated and put people in jail for things that the Democrats are now saying is like something we should all support. Yeah. That's how insane our country's gotten. But remember, it's, it's very important to remember this. The issue is never the issue, right? Yeah. That's from a, it's not about that's guns, a famous SDS It's not quote. about the kids. No. It's about their political agenda and the consolidation of power. It's what they're trying Total to control. accomplish in America. They know, and they've always known, that the core family... Morality, Christians, for example, in a Christian Judaic country, are in the way of their Marxist progression. And so these are just ways to attack the infrastructure, the foundations of America, so that you can tear it down and rebuild it into this Marxist utopia that you want. It's very sad. I, I do want to say, and we often try to do this, I think there's hope yeah. if people will wake up and get involved. Um I don't think I think the left is masters or they're masterful at making themselves look bigger than they really are, right? I I just thought about even, you know, the CRT meeting that we went to. So, you know, the, and a bunch of people show up in the back of the room holding all these signs. But the truth is, if you look at the numbers of people that voted for the board members that flipped the board, you know, in favor of conservatives, they were thousands. Thousands. Yeah. And they're so, all at home with their children making sure that their kids yeah. do their homework because it's dinner time and it's time to do homework. And have a family. But, but the numbers are there, right? So the left always makes themselves look, big, look bigger than they are. They have to. Um, and I don't, but don't let anybody, you know, convince you that you should be like this middle ground. That is, a, that is yeah. such garbage. Like, there's no middle ground with these evil, evil people that are sexually abusing our kids and wanting to destroy our country. You don't want middle ground with them. You want to eradicate that type of ideology. Treason and anti-Americanism has no role in America. That's common sense. No, if they want a middle ground, Democrats need to get control of their party again. They need to come back to rational thought and common sense. The minute they adopted America's enemies ideology, the minute they side with communists, Marxists, they side with China over you know our own people, uh, they've lost it. They they've lost the ability to say that you know we're bipartisan, and they do it they do it unabashedly. Yeah, here's a good example of of why there's no longer a middle ground from even from the left's perspective, is uh, Assemblyman Bill Asaley, who we talked about, he tried to pass a bill that would uh, give gun enhancement charges for criminals who commit crimes with guns. The left wanted nothing to do with it in Sacramento, yet they want to take our guns away. So if you actually wanted, if it was actually about the guns, wouldn't you want to enhance sentencing for criminals who commit a crime with a gun? You would think. But the middle ground's not there because it's not really about the guns. Well, it doesn't help their political power grab. Yeah, exactly. So they don't care about the kids. And it, That's just one example of people many. suffering benefits the Democrats every time. They yeah. use it as fuel to run their campaigns. Well, how about suffering is synonymous with, with leftist Marxism. It's, yeah. There's never been a leftist Marxist society that, 
that didn't suffer and millions of people didn't die. Or how about um, uh, Ted Cruz was was uh, online talking this week about how he tried to you know uh, increase security and funding for schools. The Democrats said no. Um, same thing with Marsha Blackburn and Bill Haggerty. Um, senators there are reintroducing the Safe School Act. They want $900 million to grant fund armed guards and veterans or police to U.S. public and private schools. The Democrats in the past have opposed this, but will spend billions of dollars on foreign aid to who knows what, and tanks and airplanes and guns, but we can't put uh, school safety programs. Or transgender strip shows in Ecuador. Yeah, or in New York. We've, yeah. we've talked about that before. $286,000 in taxpayer dollars for trans strip shows in elementary schools. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys hear that? That's the, don't, don't skip over that. $286,000 of your money to pay for adults to strip down sexually in front of elementary kids. But we can't, we can't pay for security guards for our, our kids' schools. Which is crazy because that's a, that's a <clears throat> proven deterrent for people who are looking to commit mass shootings. Uh, this, the shooter said it in her manifesto that she chose one school over the other because the school that she was originally looking at had security. So we know that it works, yet we're refusing to do it. I, I, I don't know what it'll take for America to wake up. Um, but, you know, before we look to, you know, uh, the other side and, you know, how do we reach these crazy Marxists on the left? First, I think we need to look in-house. Yeah. Uh, we need to look to Republicans and, and our own party. We need to look at our own party structure. We need to look at, you know, Christians and, and conservatives and, and the church and and say what what are you doing here as your country goes down in flames? Yeah. What are you doing? What exactly do you do here? It's it's you need to get involved. And in recent cases, what's really been kind of I guess encouraging is that in some of the few cases where people did get involved, like the school board, right? Yeah. This is um, uh, you know, uh, this was uh, Jen Wiersma, Danny Gonzalez, and Joe Kamronsky. They they were upset about the status of things and what the left was doing to our children, and they decided to run. And they, they crushed it. They won. And now they're following through on their promises. And they're having a real impact locally in their community in a school district. And the left wants to recall them now. It's like, go ahead. They just got <laughs> – you think a recall is going to pass like two months after they just all got elected overwhelmingly? Like, come on. Yeah, so most recent news is that there's a petition that seeks the resignations and censure of the Temecula School Board members. Uh, this was according to the um, Press Enterprise local news out here in Southern California. Um, this is a war, right? And and I spoke with one of the board members about this, and uh, it's like relentless. And, you know, one of the things I think a, a shared sentiment, probably in a lot of elected officials, is like, where's the party to, to back us up here? You know, mm-hmm. it's like they, they fought hard. They they raised the money. They campaigned. They got elected. And then it's like, well, where's where's the party? Where's the GOP? Where's the CRP in California backing up these people in these local fights? In the past, they have not cared enough to be involved in the culture war, but that time is, is done. You have to care. This is how we take our country back. It's one school district at a time. The schools in particular are the front line of this battle. Those are our children. Yeah. Of all things that deserve protecting, that is primary. But we, we, need, we need the party to start paying attention and, and show up. And I think, honestly, a lot of that is um, reflective of the people's desire to get involved. And I think in large part why maybe the party doesn't, take it too seriously is because Republicans don't show up, you know, like, like we keep beating to, to death here. We're busy working or, you know, paying taxes and, and trying to do the right thing. But I, that, that needs to change. 
People need to get involved. You need to care. Uh, and if you don't care for yourself, do it for the children. Yeah. Seriously. Like, do it for these kids that are growing up in a country that you, in you know, as a child, would never recognize. Um, very sad. Lots going on. So, anyways, we're going to follow this. We're going to keep following the, the local story here with the, the school board. We're going to follow what's going on with Trump and the indictment. Um, the dams are always trying to grab your guns. That's no difference. They manipulate and um, stand on the bodies of innocent victims to propagate their Marxist garbage. So stand for truth. As always, um, you can catch the show on in any streaming uh, platform that has podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Uh, if you want to watch in person, check out YouTube. And guys, uh, we, we need support. We are a nonprofit at Defining Truth. And in order to push uh, all of our communications, messaging, media, we have a book coming out. And to do this show, we run off support of those who listen to this and think, you know what, I like what they're doing. I agree. If you do that, please subscribe. Uh, think about supporting us. You can check out definingtruth.org. If you'd like to sign up to do a monthly uh, contribution, that would be of great help to us. Um, no different than buying a cup of coffee or whatever you can afford but uh, look, we're out here on the front lines fighting for you, pushing the cause of truth, advancing the cause of truth. And um, for some people who may not be able to do that, you can certainly support us uh, with your finances. And I would ask you to do that 100%. And it's important to note, too, we don't take a salary from doing this. It's 100% to go towards uh, production and, and moving this agenda forward. We're not taking any personal gain from it. So. We, we, we advocate, we're involved with elected officials, we're involved locally and nationally, and uh, the funds to do so is what enables us to do it. So think of us um, as, uh, think of yourself as a support unit. We definitely need that. So check it out. Please subscribe. That's another way to say that uh, you like what we're saying. And share. You know, yeah. take this. It's very easy to take a podcast and text it to somebody. Yeah, send it to somebody. Absolutely. Send it to somebody, have them listen. And as always, we love feedback. So if you want to write in, um, you can do so on the website or on social media. Send us your questions, etc. Looking forward to it. So until next week. Next week. See we'll you then. See you then.